Well, the sexual harassment uh, investigation has concluded and Andrew Cuomo refuses to resign. Also, Muppet Babies pushing transgender ideology on children. You're not going to want to miss this one. And it all starts right now. Hey, welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today joined. I, I can't tell you <laughs> this could not have been planned more appropriately. We've got a uh, number one Andrew Cuomo hater in the world. I think <laughs> Stu Bergier, host of Stu Does America. He is awful. Sarah, yes, this is well, a good day. And I, another I compliment your shirt. Thank it's, you. It's wonderful. Well, let me just tell everyone, uh, you can get this Andrew Cuomo is awful shirt at andrewcuomoisawful.com. Mm -hmm. Very easy to remember. Very easy. We made it very easy for people. Flows off the tongue. Yes, and he is <laughs> awful. He really mm -hmm. is. Uh, and we will get into that <laughs> shortly. Also joined by uh, Matthew Marsden, who is actor, producer, extraordinaire. Also, we love listening to him talk on the show. So. Oh. Thank you for having me. Yes. <laughs> it's always a delight. <laughs> yes, thank you for being here. Uh, all right, so let's get into, as we mentioned briefly, the Andrew Cuomo sexual harassment investigation. It obviously has concluded. And I just want to remind everyone, before we get into this, I want to play these uh, this clip of the, the New York Attorney General, uh, Letitia James. But she is a Democrat. This was an investigation that was headed by Democrats themselves. And uh, what they learned and what they concluded is not good. It's not good uh, for Andrew Cuomo right now. So um, let's let's go ahead and play uh, the AG, Letitia James, talking about just how many people they talked to, how much evidence they uh, they went through and what the investigation revealed. Watch. Over the course of the five-month investigation, the investigators spoke to 179 individuals, including complainants, current and former members of the executive chamber, state troopers, additional state employees, and others who interacted regularly with the governor. In addition, they reviewed more than 74,000 pieces of evidence including documents, emails, texts, audio files, and pictures. These interviews and pieces of evidence reveal a deeply disturbing yet clear picture. Governor Cuomo sexually harassed current and former state employees in violation of both federal and state laws. Uh, now, I went through a lot of the actual, like, what they found, the allegations. Um, but, Stu, I feel like you're going to be the expert in <laughs> specifically what these allegations are. A lot of them are very disturbing. Very disturbing. Very creepy. Yes. Uh, yes, I went through the entire thing. Um, and we're going to have more on Studios America tonight, going through uh, even more of it. Um, but it is... Uh, it's as bad as it probably could have been. You pointed out before that this is a Democrat who's mm -hmm. who's doing this. And it's not just Democrats who are investigating him. It's Democrats who are accusing him. Right. Uh, these are people who you who were absolutely politically aligned with him to the extent that they worked 
in his executive mm -hmm. uh, branch. And it not only found that he uh, sexually harassed uh, multiple uh, women, but also found that he uh, um, oversaw the release of pr private personnel files to smear them in the press. Um, it uh, showed multiple criminal actions taken not only by him, but by his close aides uh, at, his, uh, at his invite. Um, and I mean, some of it is really disturbing. I mean, to the, to the extent of like, uh, it appears he, um, over, he was able to uh, bring in <laughs> officers. To out how to say this no, I know. In a clean way. I, I will say a lot of it. You can't just read. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that. Um, but you know, going to uh, the uh, police and taking specific officers he found attractive, uh, bringing them onto his private detail when they did not qualify for the level of experience needed to to uh, participate in that detail, and then uh, touching them inappropriately as they were protecting him. Mm. Uh, other some of the uh, and that I don't believe. Uh, was a, um, a known allegation. It was an allegation that was brought to the press, however, and the uh, administration successfully squashed it from being reported earlier uh, by an Albany paper. Um, you know, there it goes everything from aggressive sort of sexual assault and groping uh, all the way down to some of it, which is just, you know, weird, inappropriate, creepy content. And the overwhelming uh, consensus by all the people, and there are like a dozen, I don't know how many there were, uh, all of them said basically the same thing when it came to why it took them a while, uh, in that he, he's an insane person. He screams at everybody. Everybody knows if you say anything, you'll get fired or moved. And it happened to multiple accusers. They, when they brought it up, they were moved to other departments. Um, multiple times, they did not follow through after these claims were reported, they were not investigated, um, and uh, as law, the law requires. So really, it's not just Cuomo here, though obviously he's the head of the of the snake. Um, but uh, the rest of the of that entire administration, I mean, it's corrupt in a way that, I, I mean, it feels like you're watching, uh, you know, the Kevin Spacey. Uh, series uh, House of Cards, yeah. except with Kevin Spacey actually running it, <laughs> not 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 Kevin Spacey's character, but the actual Kevin Spacey, <laughs> which is actually a bigger problem than his character on the show. So I mean, it was, you know, you brought this up at the beginning. A Democrat uh, did this. Democrats accused him. He was successfully able to avoid getting thrown out of office before because this report was coming. He he's. Just wait for the report. Right. Just wait for the report. Just wait for the report. To the extent of even Joe Biden, that was mm -hmm. Joe Biden's excuse for not commenting on it. Biden said, well, we got to wait for this report to come out. It's come out. It's, out. it's I would say worse than I expected, especially from a fellow Democrat. I mean, yeah. there is a lot in there. And he's going to, I mean, I, he has no conscience. So I doubt he's going to resign. But he's had multiple calls from new people, uh, like the incoming mayor of New York, uh, Eric Adams, has called for him to resign today. So if he has any conscience, he probably will resign, but he does he not. Uh, will I mean, the bigger question, I guess, is does he run for re-election? Because this is going to hurt him in a big way. Yeah, I'm, and I mean, not just him, but he, I'm sure he has, you know, his brother to consider as well, who is, of course, sitting over at CNN going, oh. And is named in the report crap. multiple times, by the way. Yes, mm -hmm. because he was part of it. He helped draft uh, uh, statements for his brother. I mean, this is this is a big deal and this touches more than just Cuomo. So it'll be interesting to see how much push he gets from outsiders, well, I should say insiders, not him, to 
just at least maybe quietly leave and not run for re-election? What do you think, Matt? Well, I just wonder when Hollywood's going to come out and uh, <laughs> and say that they were wrong about it. Didn't they give him a, an award for yeah, his wonderful press conferences? And mm-hmm. all that? I mean, the, the, the thing is, is anyone that was watching those press conferences, right, you, you're aware that this guy is a massive narcissist, right? right? And when, he, when anyone pushed him on any questions, he was so arrogant and condescending with the way he responded. And so for those of us that aren't in New York and aren't aware of all these dealings, maybe have a little bit more of a inside track on what, what has been going on there. We're kind of like, okay, this guy's a piece of work, right? But, you know, he's a piece of work, whatever. He's in New York, he's over there. How much must they hate him to go after him like this? Mm-hmm. Yep. People inside. I don't think people understand, right, that, like you are saying, there's, there's that machine, right, that they kind of keep deflecting away. For them to say, we got to take him down mm-hmm. and we're going to go, what was it, 74,000 pieces or whatever yeah. she said. Mm. That is a massive investigation, yeah. right? And they're coming out. They are not pulling any punches. I mean, part of it is they can't, but we know that they've got away with things like this before, right? They've deflected and, and tried to just at least so we could keep in power. Mm-hmm. They must absolutely... <laughs> hate him yeah <laughs> they do well and, and that's <laughs> why true. that's why so i tweeted earlier and i did get some pushback maybe i'm wrong but i said andrew cuomo is done and now i didn't mean he's resigning today but certainly i think his career is over after this right because as you said when you have the democrats who are doing this who are pushing for this how can you survive? I mean, everyone said, well, what about Bill Clinton and what about this? And Democrats never have to pay. Well, that's because the Democrats who are around them are covering so that none of these allegations actually ever see the light of day in a report like this. But it's, but I mean, it's out. It's I mean, right, so, it's there. So now They've done it. The, the, I mean, if that was a Republic, like a bunch of Republicans that were going after it, they would have come up with some kind of excuse. That, oh, it's like a witch hunt. It's this, it's right. that. But it's their own party. And yeah. I, I get, he must be so unpopular, like so desperately unpopular mm-hmm. in the rank and file there for them to go after him like this. Yeah. Right, because we've seen them just close ranks so many times and, and be obsessed with power and retaining the power. Mm-hmm. And now that, I mean, this is just utterly damning. Yeah, and, and uh, to your point, it, it has to be multiple factors. It, if he was just groping women around the office, the Democrats would just cover for him. Right. Uh, that, as sad as it is, that is absolutely true, I believe. Um, but when you add on to the fact that, number one, he also had a massive scandal that really damaged the party and the, you know, the Democratic Party nationally when it comes to hiding people and, and underestimating the uh, amount of uh, people mm-hmm. who died, not to mention his his horrific executive order that certainly put thousands of people that would otherwise be alive um, uh, into the grave. Mm-hmm. I mean, as sad as, as there's no other way to say it. Um, and then you add on to that the fact that he's just a jerk, a terrible, terrible human being to everyone around him all the time. And like, you know, we see this from Hollywood celebrities sometimes, you know, where they'll come in and, and they, they, everyone's, no one says anything about him for a long time. And, and eventually that dam breaks because somebody's just so sick about hearing, you know, getting yelled at, being berated, being demeaned. This is who he is all the time to everyone around him, except the women he's actively hitting on and molesting. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, it's just too much. He's too consistently bad too often. (laughs) And even the machine of the Democratic Party, which can keep a lot of this stuff wrapped up, was unable to hold it here. And, I, you know, I... 
you you look at him as almost like uh, who's the guy that uh, the Illinois governor that was on all the reality shows. Um, I'm just blanking out his name right now, but he was thrown out of office, and he was he, Trump wanted up pardoning him later on. Lugoyevich. Oh, Lugoyevich, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Lugoyevich left office with a four percent approval rating, four, <laughs> uh, which is the lowest oh, I've wow. ever seen from any official in any poll ever. Um, but he, you know, he was he had a lot of those same issues. He mm-hmm. was, you know, he was not not nice to the people around him. And as silly as that is, that's a big part of this Cuomo scandal. He's not only terrible at his job and an, uh, and obviously harassing people all over the place, not just sexually, but also uh, verbally. He's just such a continually bad guy that even with all of the power that can be gained by keeping him in office, people would rather expose him. That says quite a bit. Yeah, uh, I want to go ahead and play really quickly um Andrew Cuomo, who, as we mentioned, he is refusing to resign so far. Uh, It's very interesting to see when you hear someone who obviously has gone through a ton of evidence, as she said, 74,000 pieces of evidence interviewed, uh, 179 people. It's very interesting to hear someone still, after all of that, be like, I didn't do it. It, wa- it wasn't me. I didn't do <laughs> the it. shaggy but, response. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, this is Andrew Cuomo we're talking about. So here is what he had to say shortly after this uh, press conference was held. Watch. The New York Times published a front page picture of me touching a woman's face at a wedding and then kissing her on the cheek. That is not front page news. I've been making the same gesture in public all my life. I actually learned it from my mother and from my father. It is meant to convey warmth, Mm -hmm. nothing more. Mm -hmm. Indeed, there are hundreds, if not thousands of photos of me using the exact same gesture. I do it with everyone black and white, young and old, as if straight, that, that's not what you LGBTQ, yeah. powerful people, friends, strangers, people who I meet on the street. After the event, the woman told the press that she took offense at the gesture. And for that, I apologize. Another woman stated that I kissed her on the forehead at our Christmas party and that I said, ciao, Bella. I just love the, like, there's no attention being brought to the, like, the real, the real, uh, you know, like, root of the issues, right? The real actual allegations. It's just like, well, but the New York Post said I did some stuff and I did, I just, I touch everyone, but like, yeah, that's not what no. we're discussing here that are the problem. They call it the Martin Bailey, right, where you pick the most defensible part yeah. of your argument yeah. and just, just defend that. Yeah. Because you're right, there is one accuser in there, right. um, the woman he's talking about, who did say, I was uncomfortable about that. One of the reasons that he, she said she was uncomfortable is that he did it after she put he put his hand on her lower back and she pulled his hand away so when you're in an interaction with a woman who you touch somehow and then rips your hand off of them and looks at you like she's shocked and then you go in for that move like that is a totally different description not to mention it's like the 12th 
most important thing in the document. Like it's, that's like it's like a it's an addendum to the end of it. This one right. woman who who you know look had an experience she didn't like, but you know, there's another experience about um, uh, a, a woman who was in a line again a line to see him excited to see him because she liked Andrew Cuomo mm -hmm. went up into a meeting line and she was wearing a shirt uh, that had it, uh, um, the logo of a company she worked for I think it was an energy company and he walked up to her uh, we do know what women's shirts where where the places they are and where logos typically are mm -hmm. Andrew Cuomo is awful <laughs> so you don't go up uh, this is advice for you if you happen to see Sarah in the hallway don't go up and touch all the letters on her shirt that's yeah, a bad no, idea no, but that is uh, what Andrew you're going Cuomo to HR. that's right exactly yeah. that's what Andrew Cuomo did to right. a woman as she said in a line a woman who's there to see him it because she liked him and liked his dumb policies um this is you know a terrible terrible uh, document and you know again the headlines of the document are things like legitimately like a sexual assault inside of a closed <laughs> office like I, we're not even touching on the stuff largely because it came out earlier um but like there was really aggressive behavior here and his go-to action seems to be the good old i'm taking a photo i'm going to grab the, the woman's butt uh tactic mm. which was made popularized i believe by al franken yes um so uh <laughs> apparently i don't know if you learned this in democratic university i'm not sure where <laughs> this comes from but it does seem to be a common tactic and that's all throughout the document so it, as you'd expect cuomo in his defense is being as disingenuous is, as he is about every other thing mm -hmm. he's been accused of including the nursing home scandal he's lying and that's what he does and that's why he's awful. <laughs> Dot com. Uh, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So if you have a lot of equity in your home, for many people, most people, I'd say it's your retirement nest egg, right? You are building that equity. And it's for a reason, except that cybercrime experts are uh, alerting homeowners now that uh, the more equity you have, the greater chance that foreign and domestic criminals could come after you. So this is how they do it. It's called home title theft. And the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Um, and they go online, they find your home's title because everything is kept online now. They forge your signature on a quick claim deed. And then they can basically, they state that you sold your home to them and then they can take all of the equity that you have been busy building into your home. By the way, you may think that some sort of a banking program protects you, identity theft program protects you, but none of these programs protect you from this. Do not find this out before it is too late because once it is too late, I'm telling you, it's too late. All right, protect your most valuable asset. Register your address now to see if you're already a victim and uh, receive a complete title history of your home. That is a $100 value for free if you go to hometitlelock.com. You got to register your address. Find out before it's too late only at hometitlelock.com. Breaking, just in between segments, I just saw that uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has called on Andrew Cuomo to resign. Uh, in her statement, she said, recognizing his love of New York and the respect for the office he holds, I call upon the governor to resign. She also said, as always, I commend the women who came forward to speak their truth. Um, so that's, and by the way, that is not the only uh, person who has come out and kind of pushed back on Andrew Cuomo, rightfully so, of course. And in this instance, I don't know who I can possibly say I hate more. Uh, <laughs> Bill de Blasio, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, or Andrew Cuomo. I'm just kind of rooting for injuries at this point between the two of them. But here is Bill de Blasio on the allegations and the report. Watch. I'll state the obvious. The summary you just gave uh, represents behavior that's unacceptable. 
uh, unacceptable in anyone, let alone a public servant. Uh, I've been very clear about the fact that what we've seen uh, is disqualifying. Uh, I'll look at this report and have more to say, but uh, it's very, very troubling and painful to hear that accounting of a powerful person treating people that way. So we'll see what happens. I know Joe Biden is supposed to speak uh, on this. I, I think Jen Psaki kind of deflected um, the, the question when she was asked earlier today. So we're going to be on the lookout for what Joe Biden, well, not what Joe Biden has to say, but whatever his speechwriter has written for him to say. Because uh, I don't think Joe Biden has original thoughts at this point in time. Um, but so let's, while we're on the topic of de Blasio, let me let me throw another uh, <laughs> another fun little New York City story into uh, the equation here. Uh, Bill de Blasio announced this morning that New York City will mandate vaccination for anyone who wants to participate in indoor activities, uh, including dining at restaurants, going to the gym and seeing musical or theatrical performances. Here is Bill de Blasio on that announcement. Watch. So today I announce a new approach, which we're calling the key to NYC pass. The key to New York City. When you hear those words, I want you to imagine the notion that because someone's vaccinated, they can do all the amazing things that are available in this city. This is a miraculous place, full, literally full of wonders. And if you're vaccinated, all that's gonna open up to you. You'll have the key, you can open the door. But if you're unvaccinated, unfortunately, you will not be able to participate in many things. That's the point we're trying to get across. It's time for people to see vaccination as literally necessary to living a good and full and healthy life. I just want to know if uh, Andrew Cuomo is going to ask for proof of vaccination before he sexually harasses women. Is that going to be a, is that a mandate as well? Or? Safety first. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you never can be too careful when you're sexually harassing women. Uh, so, uh, uh, Matt, mm -hmm. let me go to you first because you are, of course, uh, the actor, producer, I mean, you're in this theater, uh, mm -hmm. Hollywood. I, I'm sorry, am I insulting you yeah, at this I'm, point? Yeah, I'm, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> right now. I so mean, what are your thoughts on I, that? I, I, I have a few, actually. So firstly, like New York to me, when I very first came to America, I dreamt about going to New York. And yeah. I remember driving into New York, going over the bridge and going, I can achieve anything here. Right. So to hear that, that is so disappointing to me and so disappointing to so many people because that's not the American dream. And here's, this is what, what puzzles me about this vaccine thing. They just came out. Number one, they said that PCR tests can't differentiate between the flu virus and the coronavirus. Right. So we're not going back and going, well, hang on a second. All these numbers might be wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. So we've just shut down the Western world because... The, because of these PCR tests, other tests as well, but the PCR tests, and they're wrong. And secondly, there's a, another study that came out that said that there's no difference in the viral load or, shed or whatever it is between the unvaccinated and the vaccinated. So you can still get it, you can still transmit it if you're vaccinated, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you can still get it, and you can still transmit it if you're unvaccinated. There's no difference. So why are we, that like, you know, we keep hearing like the party of science, and this is science, why isn't this discussion happening? Like, I really do not understand. So why is he shutting down people mm -hmm. that have had it? Or people, by the way, 
that can't have it because yeah. they have medical conditions. It's incredibly discriminatory and it's pushing two completely separate sets of people, right? It's, it's again, it's divide. Great, because yeah. they love dividing, yeah. right? Yeah. Divide, divide, divide. Why are we not having this discussion? Why, why is, I mean, I think we are, right. right? We're trying to say, well, hang on a second. There's no basis for you to do this. Right, right. Why isn't this being called over and over? I mean, but these pair, right? It's it's Tweedledum and Tweedledee, right? I mean, it's <laughs> Laurel and Hardy. The pair of them, like you say, it's like, which one is the most incompetent, right? right with, between him and Cuomo. That's They're hard. both... Horrible. Yeah. That's horrible, hard. horrible, horrible. But I'd like to go back to the New York that is welcoming the Statue of Liberty. Oh, the Statue of Liberty, I forgot it's got the bottom, apart from if you're unvaccinated, <laughs> right? Like, we welcome everyone, the poor there. Not the vaccinated, yeah. not the, you know, not the, not the unvaccinated, thank yeah. you very much. You can, like, stay out there on a boat, you know. Right. Or so I don't understand it. It's it, really sad to me. And it is interesting because you do bring up the, uh, you know, the fact that now they're, they keep kind of moving the goalpost, which first it was like, well, we've got a vaccine. We're going to eradicate this virus. Then it was, well, we've got a vaccine and it will make your symptoms less, but you're still going to spread it to other people. And I, I mean, I wouldn't buy it if they said this because I wouldn't believe them. But it's like, you know that they're not trying to protect the unvaccinated because they basically said multiple times they don't care about the unvaccinated people who choose not to get the vaccine, right? I've been told multiple times that people hope I die mm. because I've chosen right. not to get the vaccine, which is weird because I thought that they wanted to protect me from COVID. <laughs> yeah, the whole point. Right? That's, what, that's what they keep <laughs> yeah. telling me. But in fact, they want me to die because I haven't made the decision that they want. So it's like, okay, you don't want to protect the unvaccinated people then because you have nothing but contempt for these people. So who is it that you're trying to protect? Because you're saying you need to get the vaccine to protect you. But if the, if the people who are vaccinated are protected, even if I, I get it that they're still going to get COVID, but you're saying that their symptoms are less severe from that. So where, like, what is And how is do it? you know? How do, how do you know that someone's symptoms are less severe if it's the first time they've had it? Right. Well, right. And because, even if it's the second time they've had it. Because it is a virus that many people have little symptoms too right so how would you know if we it don't was the know vaccine if there's a ton that have been, virus we don't know if they've been asymptomatic right 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 so how do we know if it's a, and what they're not saying is let's have antibody tests to yeah. see how many people have actually had this virus that are asymptomatic we don't know so that's one of those things that you can never really win on it's really smart right because they'll say well it's, we don't that's true we, you know it, you can always it, credit the vaccine even when you don't actually know that it was a or vaccine, if you right? or, or if you don't i'm going to go to mr vaccine yeah it's it's just mm -hmm. I, i've never heard such complete it's it's completely logical. The reasoning is completely logical behind mm. what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. I, mean, I think, you know, first of all, I, I'm skeptical as whether even these things hold up in court, um, because, especially with with the vaccine under emergency use authorization. I got to tell you, I can't wait for it to get to that point yeah, because we should. need to know. It, it should. I mean, and I think like I think there's a different line from a private business doing it to a to a government entity doing it mm -hmm. like this. You can, it's going to be really tough, I think, for them to, under emergency use authorization to keep everybody out of buildings throughout an entire city. Right. Uh, now, they may have ways around that. They may have people opt into it. There may be some things that uh, that they try to get around the, the legal restrictions. I think they're going to have problems mm -hmm. there, especially mm -hmm. before it's approved. And that's one of the reasons why I think for people who are more skeptical about the vaccine, you actually probably don't want it approved because it's going to get it's because then they'll like, go well it's approved it's now. approved right so like, we can do this yeah because i've heard yeah. people say like well if it you know let's get it approved well you don't want to get it approved right. probably if you don't want to take it because right. it's going to probably be more difficult that being said i mean like you can do we can look at all the science right we can all look at it we're going to have our own uh, interpretation of it we can look at it over like a larger population and try to suss out all the details but like you brought a great point when you're, you're you're coming across that bridge and you say we can do anything here 
the great thing about America is we don't have to agree on that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I might think the vaccines are fantastic and you might think they're terrible, Mm -hmm. but that's why we as individuals get to make our own decisions about it. And yes, I understand that it's a contagious virus and no one wants to get these things out of control. We'd love to get it to zero if we could, but that's not realistic. Mm -hmm. Even with all of this crazy, you know, this craziness around trying to require people to take it, uh, which, you know, I completely oppose, even if you did that, you wouldn't get to the levels where we're going to have herd immunity, zero COVID, particularly when you have open borders and a party that will not enforce them. We have South America has probably been the hardest hit in the entire world when it comes to COVID. And we just let the everybody down there come across the border pretty much nonstop and release them into our communities Look, with 20 and 30 percent positivity rates. I was talking to uh, to Chad Prather about this the other day because he was just in Mexico. And I'm like, it blows my mind that as a United States citizen, you have to have a COVID test before you come back. And if you test positive, they don't let you come back. And there is an armed guard that that makes sure that you don't leave. But it's totally fine if you cross illegally. Right. You can come over COVID positive and they'll still release you. Yeah. I mean, look, (laughs) there might be a time in the in the distant future, right, where either we have natural immunity plus vaccine yeah. plus treatment, whatever it is that gets this down to where it's nothing. But I think for, especially considering, I think it's like 1% of the developing world has had the vaccine, right? Um, we don't know how many natural um, and they don't track it very well. You right. can't look at Africa's numbers and think, oh, they've had no cases. You know, yeah. I mean, they, they've obviously had them as well. Um, so the natural immunity is around. Maybe it spreads to a point where, where this goes away, but it's going to be a long time. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't think we're, we're going to be living with this at some level for a long time. So it's probably better that we all sit back and say hey let's let's assess our own risk and make our own decisions as for our own families like we do with other contagious diseases um with other risks in our lives and we take those risks on ourselves i mean i really do think that's a, you you brought up that's great imagery there because that is exactly what america is supposed to be you come in and you make your own decisions you're able to do what you want to do and look this is not new but people like bill de blasio want to take that away they, they want to take that opportunity away from you. Um, if everything from business to your health. I mean, how many times have, as conservatives have we argued, I don't want someone in between me and my doctor, right? right? That relationship is important. They want to be there. They want to be there forcing your doctor's hand every step of the way. And I don't think, I don't, not only do I think it's morally wrong and inconsistent with our foundation as a country, but it's also not effective. Yeah. Uh, I would just add to that. If a government can force you to inject your body with something, what can't they force you to do? Uh, All right. We've got to take a break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So if you like a good snack throughout the day, but you don't want to expand your waistline while doing it, maybe you have a sweet tooth like me. You got to check out Built Bar. So Built Bar is a protein bar. So it's low in calories. It's high in protein. Um, But the great thing about it is that it tastes like you're eating a candy bar. Um, So they've got a ton of different flavors. They've got coconut, mint brownie, uh, salted caramel. They're all covered in 100% chocolate. And by the way, uh, you can get a mixed box where you can get two of each of their nine regular flavors when you order. So you can figure out which one you like the most. By the way, I'll just tell you, for those of you who like Mounds candy bars, the coconut built bars Hmm. taste like a Mounds candy bar. They're so freaking good. And again, you don't have to feel guilty like you're just throwing yourself off of your diet because they're good for you. Now, if you ate like 10 in a day, I don't know. I can't. I don't know. 
Not that I've ever well, done that. Not that we have a person who started the blaze that does that. No. Glenn back. Yes. No, yeah. Not hey, that, yeah. He has a box of Bill Pars. I'm like, Glenn, it's supposed to be for multiple days. Not, not, one, not, it's not one. one box per day. But I will say on that note, Glenn is like the most unhealthy person ever. And he loves, loves Bill Bars, right? Them. Which means they taste like they're unhealthy, but they're not. <laughs> which is great. That's all you need. <laughs> That's what you need. You got to go to built.com. Use promo code NEWS15. You'll save 15% off of your order. That is NEWS15. 15 only at built b-u-i-l-t built.com all right the children's television show muppet babies uh recently showcased one of their male characters uh cross-dressing and of course the left is celebrating this as beautiful and you know not at all indoctrination but here is the clip of uh, Muppet Babies, where Gonzo has a secret that he finally tells his friends. Watch. There you are. You missed our royal ball. We met the most amazing princess. But they ran away, and all they left behind was this. Everyone, there's something I need to tell you. The princess who came to your ball tonight was me. <laughs> I'm Gonzarella. Oh. But Gonzo, why didn't Vu tell us? Because you all expected me to look a certain way. I don't want you to be upset with me, but I don't want to do things just because that's the way they've always been done either. I want to be me. Oh, Gonzo, we're sorry. It wasn't very nice of us to tell you what to wear to our ball. You're our friend, and we love you any way you are. Yeah, of course we do. Yeah, yeah. Didn't seem that into it. Fozzie was like, eh. <laughs> Honestly. Fozzie's, I think Fozzie's transphobic. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think I'm just going to go ahead and say uh, it. Okay, Fozzie's getting canceled after yeah, that moment. Fozzie yeah, Fozzie is huh? definitely getting canceled. Uh, so there it is. And for anyone who might think, well, it's I just, they're not trying to push that on kids. What are you talking about? The executive producer actually had an interview with, I believe it was out.com and did confirm. Actually, their first plan was to just put Gonzo in a skirt and like have it be just a super cash, uh, you know, conversation. And he walks into the room with a skirt. But no, they decided to just, hey, when you're trying to indoctrinate children, you got to go all in. Why not just put all the chips on the table so then they just turned him completely into a cross-dresser instead just to get the point across. We say this often on this program, um, they're coming for your children. And, and I know that there was that, what, the San Francisco gay men's chorus that d did that. It was a joke mm -hmm. song. Yeah. It was just it was just parody. It was just satire. It was funny. They weren't telling the truth, except they were. So they're just coming for your children. That's all. No reason to worry. While we're on truth, we should at least say it was a nice dress. Um, <laughs> I liked it. And I might pick one I up on the way home. Yeah. I would wear it. Um, I, it's an incredible... Look at that. I, 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 we... <laughs> You know, they pull clips from our shows and they'll put them on social media and stuff. And they pulled one from the other day of me with my head on the table and just saying why over and over. And you saw this because it, it was all over the place. <laughs> but they took out what what I was reacting to. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I was reacting oh, was to. It? That was exactly it. That's that really clip. funny. Because it's it, like why yeah. you can't just have look. I these these are issues that are are difficult for adults to talk about, right? There's no reason for this to be part of 
a, a cartoon aimed at toddlers. Mm-hmm. I, you know, they they did this. They came out with this like altogether cereal where like rice crisp, three rice krispies, and two cans Sam. I don't know what's going on. It was a weird, it was a wild night. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, can we not get sexual of any sort right. sexuality right. out of breakfast cereal land? <laughs> we can't even we can't even avoid it there. No. I mean, they you know. You don't even have to make the point, do you, that they're trying to indoctrinate. He doesn't need to do that interview without for that to, to be told. You uh, correctly confirmed that, they, yes, they are doing it. But watch the clip. There's no other reason, no other reason than to try to indoctrinate it and, and at the very least push, not necessarily convert your kid. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But to, to take um, a parent's teachings if they agree with the Muppet Babies and try to undercut the, the parent mm-hmm. because they can't accept, as we've seen on social media, we just talked about it with the vaccine stuff, they can't accept the other arguments out there. They can't do it. So they will try to manipulate these conversations in any way possible, and they're just starting younger and younger. The uh, the irony is not lost on me, Matt, that they took the the only character that looks like he just has a it's just, it's just that his nose just looks a little bit like a... <laughs> well, you don't know what he is. What, what is Gonzo, anyway? What, what is he? Well, no, but I'll tell you what tell you. I think he is. Oh, stop it. I believe he's an no. alien. I think he's an alien. Right, but, but, uh, in all but, seriousness. I mean, but I think he's kids, supposed to be a Muppet alien. Kids, let them be kids. Yeah. Like... I, you, look, you know when you even... You, you know, you have an eight-year-old, a seven-year-old, you know, they see a couple kissing... It doesn't even have to be anything to do with, you know, like heterosexual. They're like, oh, I don't want to yeah. see it. It's yucky. Yes. Just let them not not have that conversation at all. You don't need to, like, preserve their innocence for as long as possible. And then when it's the parents' decision, I, I had a, an argument with someone on social media the other day because they're like, teachers should teach your kids about sex. I'm like, nothing. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's <laughs> like, yes, they should. Why not? And I'm like... Because they're my children and I know what's best for them. And I know, uh, you know, I've, I've lay with them, told them bedtime stories, done this and that. It's not your place mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. And this is what they, because this is really insidious. Because what you do is you go, Muppets, I can't, I can't keep, let my kids go and watch the Muppets. Uh, you know, five minutes, I'm going to go into the cooking. I'm going to mow the lawn or whatever. And then that happens. And then you're having a conversation that you don't really want to have. I'd rather have a conversation with my kid about what is right and wrong. Yeah. You know, what he's... Do you remember, do you remember He-Man? Yes. You remember when He-Man came out and it was... Um, they, would, they basically had the figures and they wanted to find a way of selling the figures. So the, the regulators said, you've got to put a moral story at the end of it. So it's not just about, you know... Selling the dolls. Selling the dolls, right? Yeah. So even back then they were like, well, hang on a second. You can't be like completely indoctrinating the kids right. in telling their parents to go and buy them something. Right. So I just think that those decisions are best left in the hands of the people that know their children the most and just mm-hmm. let it go. Yeah. Like we don't need like it's not even about transgender. It's like I don't want any sex in, in Muppet yeah. Babies. All, I right? don't want no. it. I don't Why you know, do you have just, to say that. I don't no. want any sex in Muppet Babies. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, there's gotta, this image now. We got to <laughs> take a break. Uh. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, let's marinate on that one. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Trust and Will. So at trustandwill.com, uh, setting up an estate plan, is it's very easy. It's very convenient. It's secure. Uh, it's for as little as $39. You can nominate guardians for your children. You can determine who gets your stuff, plan for future medical care. Uh, do it very easily just from your computer. You don't have to hire this estate attorney who's going to charge you way too much money. There's a lot of billable hours there they can, they can charge for, and they're going to just use a one-size-fits-all template. Uh, and that's not nearly specialized enough to help you. So trust and will documents are designed by estate planning experts and customized for the state you live in. They have live customer support seven days a week. They are available to answer any questions that you might have when you're setting up your plan. You guys, you've got to jump on this. I know I have a family. I've got a husband. I've got two kids. I chose trust and will. Uh, it's very, very secure, very convenient. You are going to thank me because your family will be taken care of. All right. You got to go to trust and will dot com slash why get 10% off plus free shipping of your customized legal documents. It is trustandwill.com slash why. All right. Hey, we just found out uh, during Joe Biden's press conference that he has, in fact, called on Andrew Cuomo to resign. He was also asked about uh, whether or not he thought impeachment should happen. Should Cuomo decide not to resign? And he just said, let's just take it one step at a time. So they're all calling for him to resign. We will see what happens with that. Don't forget to go to andrewcuomoisawful.com. But by the way, before, I know we've only got a couple minutes left, but I have to, when we're talking about Joe Biden, I have to show this bizarre, creepy video of Joe Biden. So here, here he is with uh, the Kentucky governor's family. And you see him talking to uh, these, you know, the children and the wife and whoever else is there. I don't know. But what's important to focus on here is that he hugs this kid, the Kentucky governor's son. He's holding his mask, what looks like his mask. That is his mask in his left hand. He's kind of resting his hand on this kid's collarbone for a while. They're talking. And then he moves his hand and kind of just like cuddles up, he grabs the kid's hand, holds it with his mask in his hand, and then it's like a magic trick. He's just left the kid with the mask, and the kid's like, I I don't, what do I do with Joe Biden's disgusting old gross mask? I guess I'll just put it in my pocket. What on earth? I don't know what just happened. Did anyone ask him about that in the press conference? That's what I want to answer. That is what I want answers to. I don't. Who cares about Cuomo? <laughs> exactly. I just need to know what the hell happened here. I don't know. It, it, so there is no explanation because I've seen this clip and I couldn't come up with an explanation as to what was I, happening. I, I got nothing. How could you? No, I got nothing. How could you? How could you? He just get. He just held the kid's hand and gave him his nasty mask. Which, by the way, the kid, the poor kid's like, I'll just put it in my pocket, I guess. I don't know what to do with this. I mean, I think he nailed the reaction. I don't know what else I would do. Yeah. The president of the United States handing you his mask. I guess I put it in my pocket. I don't I, Is there another take? I don't well, know. I mean, can we just say, I don't know if he's 12, but I, if he is not 12, he can't be vaccinated. And if we're told that COVID is the most deadly thing ever, why would you be right. giving someone your dirty mask with all your carbs <laughs> on it? <sighs> I just... I just felt like, did I get my point across? I think you did. I okay. think you did. If right. Joe Biden, look, this is, goes back to what he said about Andrew Cuomo, right? It's hard for him to comment on such matters because he's been groping and touching and has his own issues in that area. And like, that is just a weird interaction with somebody else's kid.
I mean, forget the mask part of it. Yeah. It's just a weird interaction. I mean, grabbed his hand there. Yeah. Strange. And then on top of it, tried to kill him with his COVID mask. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Attempted murder. Right? Right. Joe Biden is not well, folks. I know this is, does not come as a surprise <laughs> to any of you out there, um, but he is not well. And he is supposed to be the be leader of the free world. So um, it just it, don't worry. It's just that everything's burning down uh, behind me. But it's a it's a mostly peaceful crumbling of um, the the greatest country in the world. So it's fine. Uh, by the way, <laughs> now that I've made you really optimistic, don't forget to go to wherever you get your audio podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. Uh, if you leave us a good review, you may see yours read on air, like the one today from Todd913, <laughs> who uh, says... He gave us five stars, but then he says, Built Bar Crime, I feel your pain. If there's ever a rocky road, anything in the building, it should be a law that you be notified. <laughs> Keep up the fight. Your kids are counting on you. Mm. I appreciate that. So Todd watches when I say what he's talking about. I don't know if you recall, Stu, but what I said was, I heard from Glenn Beck's radio program that Built Bar has a new flavor that's Rocky Road, and I have not yet tried it. It's a, that is a crime. I think they accurately described it as a criminal. So you know uh, what? I act. will keep up this fight. Mm -hmm. And I know that my kids are counting on me because I need to try <laughs> the Rocky Road Built Bar. All right? Uh, don't forget to tune in to Stu Does America, where you can hear I'm sh Andrew Cuomo. Right? Uh, we're all Andrew Cuomo all night tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even taking a break. No guests. We're just wow. going through the report. Wow. So if you want to hear all the uh, gory details. Yeah. D or if you in. don't. Tune in either way, because you got to know what's going on. Also, don't forget uh, to follow Matt Marsden. It was a pleasure having you back as well. Thank you for having me again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.